Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast. Uh, we don't know what episode this is. Uh, that's how long we've been doing this. That's right. That's how... You know what? This is how professional we are at, at our own podcast. We can arbitrarily what assign nothing wrong with that. Well, you know what? Yeah. It really goes downhill. So when we it's are, well, we actually arbitrarily assign listeners, too. I think Jeff has us at 2 million listens. I don't even know if Yeah, I'm add. pretty sure. A million or more. sure we got 100,000 downloads a month. Yeah. Uh, my name's Brandon Curry, Josh Bond, Jeff Collins, Trevor Lindy, and uh, we have one of our uh, one of our guests back. Return yes. guest, return guest. Yes, that, that's huge when you get called back to the couch. It's like Johnny Carson. It's not really good. Not, making not, me nervous. Well, no, there's yeah. not really a chair. Uh, Brandy Henderson, how's it going? Pretty good. Hi guys, thanks for having me back. Thanks From uh, back. Reveal uh, Magazine, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, you want to show it on the camera or something? The, no, the camera's right behind me. Like over here. Jesse, yeah. reveal. There we are. With the lens. The big yeah. camera. Very cool. Anyway, uh, so how's it going? Uh, when we had you in last time, um, you were talking about the business issue coming up. Yeah. And it's right around now that it's being launched. Yes, uh, that's end correct. End of June, beginning of July, am I right? Yeah. Okay, you want to go on about that? Like, what's that all about? Sure. So we... Um, a couple of months ago, decided to start putting together. I mean, we were in planning stages for about a year, working with different entities sure. in Niagara. But a couple of months ago, we started putting it together. The business magazine. It's a B two B publication for Niagara. It's going to be direct mail, ten thousand copies, three times a year, all throughout Niagara. Um, it's going to be a high end publication, content driven, <coughs> readership driven. We want to really give the business community the opportunity to talk about some things that. Um, aren't always talked about with multiple vantage points, the pros and cons of some hot topics that are uh, impacting the business community. So it's done right now. Um, we're just waiting for some approvals on assets and then refining the direct mail distribution, and you guys will all have it. So I got at your offices here, eh? very soon. A, this is the old one, right? Uh, this is the current issue of the Leisure magazine. So the look and feel. Swing and a miss. Um, <laughs> it says we're in 2019. Yes. So I thought we were ahead of the... Yeah. No, 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 no. This is, this is uh, Reveal Leisure, which highlights um, this is the winter and spring uh, overview of Niagara region. So we talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. Tourism in Niagara is a hot topic. And as we record, this is Tourism Week. So happy Tourism Week to everybody out there hmm. in Canada. Free magazines for all. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any spoilers for us? Or? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well, Gentle ones? Not really. Not so, super, uh, okay. yeah, well, there is a hot, a hot button topic, a hot button topic right now for for businesses, right? Yeah. Now, if I may, especially uh, uh, Niagara and uh, with our twelve municipalities and and the other seventy municipalities that are undergoing uh, a governance review by yes. the provincial government right now. Yes. Will that be addressed in your B two B magazine at all? So we are going to be talking about it. Um, there's also going to be some Twitter conversations started and communicated about it. We have a digital strategy where we get the pulling the business community together. We've got support from the various chambers of commerce, et cetera. So not only in print and digital, um, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, we'll also be getting quotes, um, interviews, et cetera, from people both online and in the publication. Great. Um, but we're still kind of feeling out where everybody falls with that. A lot of people aren't really willing to say, I'm looking for a merged region. I'm looking or, for a one Niagara. But anyways, that's, yeah. that's, you know, that's basically where I am. <laughs> Not a lot okay. of political people yeah. I, I've seen are the latest are talking that. about like a, a four Niagara now. Yeah. Uh, like four, four Niagara, super cities, three Niagara, one of the ones that's or one Niagara. Yeah. Correct. Yes. They so. should really just merge it all and work together. Yeah, I think it's eventually going to happen, but I think it'll be a, time. a four or five, and then a good one. I mean, well, that's that, that's the big thing that um, you know is the is the big 
thing. Like, I mean, look at who. <laughs> that's the big thing. That's the big thing. You know, No, but the whole the whole issue is, is basically like you have politicians, and that's the one thing. Politicians basically are the ones that are driving a four city model or a three city model because they want to save their jobs. Right, that's basically it. Um, and as as opposed to uh, the one city model, which is being driven by community leaders, business business leaders, uh, and and people and influential people in the community that actually have done research and actually looked at all the data and different models like Hamilton, Ottawa, Sudbury, yes. and have actually looked and also the U.S. as well, uh, mm-hmm. and and how they've done the borough model and what have you, and and looked at how that has been successful. New York City is a prime example, where. You've got uh, Manhattan, Staten Island, um, the Bronx, um, New York City. They're all one city. It's all New York City, and they all use the borough model, so they're all right. distinctively different. So and, Jersey. And they didn't lose Jersey's any. not – oh, God. <laughs> Jersey. If we, if we have anybody – Jersey will always stand alone. Yeah, Jersey is definitely a, on its own. Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> but they have their own individual – Identities still right. right? Yeah, when some the of the municipalities yeah. are talking and the community leaders within those municipalities They're afraid that they're going to lose some of that original Identity and that smaller town community which in case studies all throughout like you were just mentioning There's if you handle it properly and everybody has the same common goal you can still maintain that individual Individuality actually you can enhance it because you're merging efficiencies across a larger I, I think people are there's a portion of the population that is worried about merging efficiencies, right? Which yeah. you alluded to yeah. already, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going to see some administrative jobs. You're starting to see it already taking place in the not-for-profit sector. That's correct. Yes. Right? Yes. You're starting to see mergers and yeah. things like that so that it's leaning more towards regionalization. So once you, I, I think once you see those things starting to come into play, it becomes less it scary. It, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I well, think I agree with you, though. The identity, that's what people don't want to lose for their, right. you know, Fawn Hill, Niagara on the Lakes. Yeah. We're, I, I'm from Timmins, and, and I'm from South Porcupine, which is a small little mining community. Wow. That Timmins ate up in 1972. Yeah. That's right. They're still squawking about it. Right. Right? The residents of South Porcupine. So. But a good example, look, look at Chippewa. I, I right? was just going to say. The reality is Chippewa has its own separate identity. My father-in-law is part of the, uh, I don't even know what it's called, like just the community organization group that mm-hmm. they are actively pushing Chippewa, right. right? Chippewa very much still has its own identity, and that's what, if we become one Niagara, that's going to be Like in Will and Cook's think, Mills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? Well, and so well, Cook's Fort Mills Erie. people still consider themselves Cook's Mills. Yeah. Well, 100%. I do find, well, it's the Fort Erie piece, I do find that ironic that they that they submitted that they want to go in on their own if there's some sort of amalgamation or there's a choice but they had no problem swallowing up Ridgeway and Crystal Beach you know 20 30 years ago when it was beneficial to them them. (laughs) yeah you know and the math just doesn't work the math those communities still have their own individual identities right are still Mm -hmm. crystal you know 100 percent yeah so it's a perfect example it can be done right if it's done you know it's still Beansville (laughs) and to our listeners towards you know uh the GTA I mean like Ancaster still Ancaster, Stony Creek is still Stony Creek, Dunville is still Dunville. Like I, these I think, places are I think still... the interesting part is when they're talking about it, I read more about it. There's like a 10 minute commute from each municipality to each, you know, to each city and all that. Right. And the problem is that there's a lot of land that you know every every city touches, and they can't develop that particular type no. of land because nobody knows who gets the the development fees, the permit money, and all that stuff. And the efficiency there to make more housing. Yes. Would be phenomenal. Yes. You know, in and such great areas too. Like that they're just sitting there. All types of housing too, right? Like vacant fields doing But the nothing. borders should be fairly well defined, regardless, right? Well it's weird of... because there's 
chunk of land in Welland, for example, right by Quaker Road School. Yeah. And it's kind of Welland in one part, Thorold in another part, Pelham in another part, and yeah. it just sits there doing nothing. Vacant land, Tick Central. And yeah. I want to build there personally, but well, like, well, not I only mean, that, as, as a builder, it. as a builder, you now know two years in as, uh, to your building company, you know, two point one years now, two point one years, yeah. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> I'm uh, joking, I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you now know that yes, the building code is provincial, and uh, our next guest uh, for our next episode will also um, allude to this as well. But the building code is provincial, but the building inspectors are municipality yeah. to municipality to municipality and they differ mm-hmm. uh, to get a permit in one municipality may take way, months way different every and city one, another municipality huge. may take days and so as a builder that's cash flow that's sitting there that you can't you can't deploy you can't use you can't churn in order mm-hmm. to actually move on to the next build mm-hmm. am i right yeah well and it's money that the city could have be taking in too if they're getting the permit you know granted you know, right. that's, that's money for the city mm-hmm. they get paid 30 grand on a, on a typical house to start at you know that's right. a five hundred thousand dollar house. Here's thirty grand for you. I mean, we're recognized a couple as a region. Why are we recognized as a region? Well, and you look at the the marketing from right. GTA. As soon as it went to GTA, it blew up. Yeah. You know, look at Hamilton. Let's do Hamilton's Niagara. As soon as you do that, right and what what's better, you know, geographically located, right by the states? We're so close. And Toronto's got well, they got an airport there. We got one in Buffalo, really. We have an well, we have an airport yeah. here, we have an yeah. international <laughs> airport that actually can take a seven thirty seven. A lot of people don't know that. We have the runway and the capacity to take a 737 in Niagara out and in. We can actually land, I think it's a 7. Niagara or on the lake? Yeah, Niagara on the lake airport. Niagara District um, Airport. Niagara District Three airport. municipalities. Yeah. Ownership. But we can't develop Tax it. We issues. We can't move it to the next level to, like we can land a plane mm-hmm. and we can take off a plane. The problem is, is we don't have the airport infrastructure to take those. Security. Security to take those people. Mm. That that's it, mm-hmm. and the minute that we actually go to a regionalized or citywide in in that aspect airport from a population perspective, we get government grant money yeah. to pay for the CBSA to be at mm-hmm. our airport in order to screen these people coming in. So, so it's imagine, another advantage to amalgamate. To imagine someone. Well, regional in. council is already debating it. Debating it <clears throat> with or without the potential. As of today, which yes. is when we're recording, which is the end of May, but yes. But so. you speak fast and I mean it's we all know that larger picture you're only going to get funding dollars if you're the right color, right? So That's it. Like if you, you it the way that I like to describe it to to in layman's terms is basically as a parent. If you've got multiple children, okay? And you go, "Where do you guys want to go to dinner?" And all children say, I want to go to McDonald's, I want to go to Burger King, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, all right? And, and they're arguing. You finally just say, you know what, to heck with you all. You're all getting meatloaf tonight because none of you guys can agree. Meatloaf. And that's mm. exactly what's you happening. Hear the twang in his voice, y'all. Hmm. Y'all. But that's, Southern ex- draw. But that's exactly <laughs> what ends up happening with, with the province. If you go to the province's 12 squabbling municipalities, um, and, and when business owners actually want... X, Y, and Z, the province just goes, you know what, to heck with you. I'm not even going to bother listening to you right now. I'm actually just going to turn around and just give the money to the GTA or to Hamilton, who can mm-hmm. speak with one voice and actually can get stuff done. So that's basically the, uh, the, 
the, the theory, but you are going to address that in your magazine. Back we are. Well, back that's, to, that's back the tie-in, right? Yeah, back yeah those sure guys I was wondering where, when we were tying yeah. it back. No, that's okay, here. guys. I know, because it's it, these are conversations that have been happening throughout the region for a long time, and it's one of the reasons that drove us to doing the publication, so that we can have multiple voices shared on topics like this, topics like transportation, topics like ecotourism, topics like... Uh, like there's just a ton of different stuff, right? Um, Can you drop some names of who you're highlighting in the the next issue? Um, Restaurant wise, tourism wise. So in the lawyer in, wise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to participate? <laughs> Did you want to advertise, Josh? <laughs> the second Won't go issue. Go on social media. Yeah, but you'll pay for. Sorry. No, the second issue of our business publication is already thirty percent sold out, and that doesn't even come out until later this year. So excellent. That's yeah. fantastic. First issue sold out. Um, it's it it looks really really great. We've got some huge players behind us. Um, all the municipalities are on board. Everybody wants to um, assist us in using that vessel to talk about things that are going on. Active offices, etc. City of Niagara Falls has been a great partner. Port Colborne Welland Welland has been fantastic. Thank you to Bernice Booth for all of her support. Um, the GNCC. Who's Bernice Booth? Bernice Booth is in uh, marketing and communications for okay. the City of Welland. Um, so we're going to be promoting some stuff there. Town of Grimsby's got a lot of stuff going on. We've had great meetings with the mayor there. Um, so really just trying to talk about everybody's overarching strategy, individual uh, wishes, how does it impact for, against, in the business community. It's 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 really exciting, but you're going to have to wait for it to get delivered. Yeah. Now, do you talk about it. like the food fest or feast that they do and stuff like we that? We do in here. In, in, in this one, we talk about all of that good stuff. So the, um, the leisure issue that is coming together right now, we've got great partnership with uh, Niagara Peninsula the Conservation Authority, talking about ecotourism, the green space, um, the watershed, how visitors and locals alike can come and explore, spend some time in some areas that are a little less familiar. Are, are um, there any night markets coming in Niagara that you know of that are advertised? Mm, I know Toronto's got a massive one they're doing. Toronto's got some really great stuff. Yeah, they've like, got some really great um, new things coming out that I think Niagara needs to take and embrace. But Minister Jolie recently uh, announced a Canadian tourism strategy okay. to draw international traffic. So there's like $58 million up for grabs over the next two years to drive tourism experiences and enhance facilities that drive tourism experiences. That, that night market when you go overseas you think in Asia is huge. I it's love it. They love the night markets on the weekends, like a Friday, Saturday night market. And Toronto's right? got one coming right now. It's $120, and it's all you can eat. You can try every vendor out wow. there per person. It's yeah, I'll have to. And my wife was all over it. We'll have to sure. visit that. She's from Taiwan, so like that's a big thing. Every day of the, the night in the summer yeah. and every weekend the whole year, it's just night yeah. market, and it's packed. Yeah. And that's all she wants to do is Niagara needs to do something like that. Yeah, and make right now we're real. doing make the I will make it. Do it. <laughs> I will make it happen. We've been talking to all the supper markets throughout the region. Supper yeah. markets and weekend markets are doing really, really well over the last three years. Um, trying to draw more traffic on Saturdays, mm -hmm. Saturday mornings. Um, Niagara on the Lake one is doing pretty good still. So, Like an old Hess Village kind of thing in Hamilton. Right, yeah, yeah. nice yeah. in Niagara somewhere. Yep. Not yep. necessarily Niagara Falls because it's jam-packed. And not in the Niagara summer, Lake. I think Niagara Lake closes down a little bit too early for an evening supper market. Yeah, but it's way too well, slow to town. drive out of there too. Yeah, it's an old town, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that one freaking yeah. highway going in there. I'm gonna go nuts driving on there. Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, I really like the. I like the. I like the publication. I like what it stands for too. I like. Thank the, you. You know the unity that it brings about yeah. for the region. And it's really drawing drawing a lot of um, people together. And one Niagara is 
been a concept for tourism for a little bit. Well, it's a good um, voice to have out there too that you can, well, on our you last, can make change yourself. Yeah, just on, on, our, on, yeah. Our last, on our last episode when, when you came on, you, you mentioned uh, the, the fact that we only have 1.2 hotel night stays. That's the average night the stay. The average night yes. stay Unless you're Great Wolf Lodge, they're at 1.7. Well then, that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's <laughs> the beast. But whereas uh, Vegas is over three days. And when yes. you look at, okay, we're not the city of sin, but when you look at... <laughs> the fact that of what we have to offer to a family unit coming right. to Niagara, the fact that we only have 1.2 hotel night stays is actually dismal. Right. Because there's Absolutely. so much to do so much. for a family. Well, who are you competing with across no. Ontario for tourism? No, no one. Well, no I one think even, like, no who's one your other big, big competition? But no the one. interesting part is when people Montreal come down here, right. we have friends that come yeah. from out of the well, country, <laughs> and they always want to stay right. in Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls night stays are so expensive. Right. But if you go to the surrounding cities, it's so affordable. Like well, you stay well, in Welland or St. Catharines or something like that. The reason why is because we do not have one unified Niagara tourism site. We don't. No. So it, the reason why it's well, only we one, do now. We do now. But, <laughs> one, but the reason why go. it's only 1.2 hotel night stays is because it all depends on what tourism website they actually go on, and that's what they that's what they think is all that's there to offer for Niagara. Right. Whereas if you have one centralized site with one city, with one ECDEV department and one tourism department, well then you can promote. Hey, stay for an entire weekend, and then you're. I mean, you're you're talking how many. If we just increase the average to around maybe Great Wolf Lodge's average, right? Okay, the entire region. How many millions are we talking uh, about? It's it's so it's so much. I don't have the actual numbers, but it's even just talking with um, some of the ECDEV offices in uh, Grimsby Way. Yeah, it's it's crazy what it would do to the surrounding communities, especially right. Fifty percent. Um, right? It's, it's 50%. a huge increase. Well, yeah. And then, but what that also does is it doesn't just increase revenue for the hotels and the accommodations. Right. It it increases community revenue and surrounding community revenue, mm -hmm. which is the biggest message that uh, Minister Jolie um, is pushing. Right, mm -hmm. because the traffic, the international traffic that's coming into Toronto, Vancouver, etc., they're not spilling out over into those out, outside communities. No, Niagara is a huge community Niagara that Lake, could Niagara benefit. Falls. Well, yeah. We're right, right in, we're right in the radius. We're in that radius in, in we the states for, for, for our airport, and that's another reason why, too. By They say, they're actually saying initially, Pearson Airport said 2030. Um, uh, they're now saying 2025, Pearson Airport will no longer accept domestic flights. They're done. Only international flights, really? which means all those domestic flights have to go somewhere. All the more reason why we need to be more strategic two years ago right. and getting ready for some of that. Right. Because we could we could do so much with that. So Hamilton will grow so for domestic. That. Hamilton right? will absolutely. That's the only place we try to fly now when we go. Right. I can't handle going to Toronto Airport right. anymore. No. It's too busy. Right. But also the awareness internationally needs to change too, right? Like I'm I'm super excited. Last month when we did our audit on digital readership, we're in 37 countries right now where people are looking at our magazine to go, oh, Niagara, there's there's more to Niagara than just the Niagara Falls and yeah. the bucket list destination, right? It so makes now so much it's sense about navigating. Yeah. If we want to go there for four or five days, how do we make that happen? What yeah. does the transportation look like? What does the accommodations look like? And then but at least getting the message out there so people can start having that conversation and like we could not be just go to Niagara Falls and Niagara on the Lake. Right. Check out the rest of us. Right. At a more affordable clip too. Yep. Well, we're uh, can we have you back on? Whenever. Awesome. Because um, you we'll have that next magazine. And then maybe maybe I don't know, maybe we do a professional insight podcast uh, something or other in that in the, in the business one or the travel one. Guys, what do you think? Yeah. 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 
so you can get your bloody mug in, Bondo. Oh, we can take we <laughs> we'll can take put some on social photos. Media. <laughs> we can link to some video. That'd hey, we great. can even make some holograms of you guys if you want with oh. our tech partners. There's oh, there like go. augmented reality and stuff in there. It's oh, pretty cool. There yeah. Suck in the chin and the belly. <laughs> <laughs> That's my and permanent pose. Hide, yeah. hide all the bandages <laughs> yeah. on my appendages. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna look like Thor, and then they meet you, and they're like, "What the heck Why happened to Thor?" Anybody watching? Chris. No, Jeff is not a professional pitcher. Yeah. No, yeah. I got to start teaching pitching. Hurt his elbow, like, fixing his deck. Tomorrow, I'm training kids pitching, too. That's the wow. first day. I'm gonna, it's going to fall off. Uh, Brandy, thank you very much for uh, stopping by. Thank really you for having for coming me. In. And thanks for promoting uh, Niagara. I think that's awesome. Always. And uh, we're definitely going to have you back and uh, to talk about your future issues. Cool. All right. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening. Please you share and it? care remember, and uh, do all that great stuff. Uh, Trevor, where are we? Everywhere. Great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. There's no way, there's no Spotify. excuse not to find us. There's exactly okay, no perfect. excuse. It's help there. us help you stay informed. Thanks very much, everyone. Ciao. Out. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Crier Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.